Strutting Wall Awesome Podcast Radio Hour. <laughs> oh, God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this melts of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. Oh, like uh, a good, good year or whatever? Well, no, they're like 3D design or something. Oh, well, Jared was showing me his new uh, Toyota <laughs> Tundra. <laughs> motor Trend mats. Yeah. They're uh, branded. Motor, yeah, yeah, Motor Trend. That's some weather tech. So wet, you know, but they're like, he said they were only like 30 bucks, bucks or, yeah, yeah. or 40 bucks. And the weather techs were like 150 or Easy. something. Yeah, uh, that's what mine were 50 bucks less. Yeah. And they identical. Motor Trend. Basically. All weathers. I mean, they look like they'd work well. That's fine. We need to get some DWA all weathers. Yeah. Yeah. Make them out of, like, huarache soles or something, like from Mexico? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) We don't make anything new. We just rebrand whatever motor trend just cut up some tires and throw it in there? That's exactly what huarache soles are. Have you seen them? Like the tread? I think so. They are tires. Yeah, Yeah, they're full-on recycled tires. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yantas. Yantas is right. (laughs) Neumaticos for the Europeans. Peru and uh, we hurt like a motherfucker yeah. where like cords leather, coming through. It's leather and rubber straight up. No, well, this had rubber straps also, Ooh, and so everything was burning just like, through your foot. Dude, but the guys, the porters that would cruise up the mountain carrying all our luggage. No problem. Dude, they wore those like nonstop 24 hours a day. Dude, maybe when they're all worn in, they're killing. Like, I think they were literally like worn into their feet where their feet were growing around the sandals. Whoa. Yeah, dude. Air That's the way to do it. Yeah. yeah. That's the way to do it. <laughs> you got to get them on when you're 10, and then you're good. Yeah, gotta get in there. Air pepes, like it. air pepes. We're gonna air laugh pepes. at one of our jokes eventually. Oh, I got, I mean, air, I got a hit, air or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got a hit. <laughs> I got one. We can move on. <laughs> That'll keep you going for a while. Yeah, it's no fuel. Um, are we are starting we a podcast? Thursday edition. Should we podcast. I think it's sure, Thursday sure. edition. Um, <laughs> what is it, bro? Thursday edition. Yeah. Welcome to Driving Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Art. I'm Lane. Uh, I'm Brian. And this is a <laughs> Tuesday edition from Ireland, apparently. My brother Blaze loves that when you do that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nice. That's for you, Blaze. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, Thursday edition, we have a lot of questions. Should we just get right into it? How many questions do we have? I don't know. Like 25 or something. More than... That's pretty good. More than you can afford, pal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> More than you know. If um, you have to ask. So, listeners, please uh, send us questions on our Instagram page, and we will do our absolute best to answer all of them. And if you repeat a question that's been asked in the past, we will go to your house and beat you. Whoa. Yep. Lane's a fan of knocking on people's doors in the middle of the night. Brian just won't remember that it's been asked. That's true. Lane might remember, and Art, I don't know. Yeah, you got a memory like a elephant. Like Art's yeah. off in his own world. I know. I'm just doing He's looking things. at Bozuzuka fucking exhaust for his own. I'm looking at kimchi, kidney <laughs> <Kidmere> tiger shark, <laughs> chow mein. Um, all right. OEM Oil Leaks says, excited for the rally, guys. Any last minute prep things we should be thinking about or any non-obvious things we should be tossing in our trunks, like the bailing wire that was needed for the Corvette's hood release last year. 
Good memory. That Josh. is good memory. Um, or wait, that's not Josh. That's uh, what's his name? Forget his name. That is Joe. Joe. Joe Hagel. Um, Joe Hagel. Yeah. We will be watching the weather like a hawk, and that might be the thing that you're gonna throw in last minute. Maybe some, some like weather. one of those hats some with an umbrella on the top. Yeah, or like a clear umbrella that we can all talk to each other through. You know, mm-hmm. or a complete extra set of rain tires. Just yes. Keep those in the trunk. Yes. That's a good idea. And Especially a, with a Miata, you can tow like a little trailer. Bag. I think the the normal tool set's good. Zip ties, extra fluids, extra that's, fluids. That's if you have a jumper pack, key. a small bailing wire would have been key with the Corvette. Yeah, bailing wire is key. And bailing a, wire sucks though, right? Like you want like safety wire, probably. Bailing wire is a pain. Yes. Like I guess if you're they were literally ahead. disassembling a uh, barbed wire fence. Yes, yes, they were. Yeah. So maybe some safety wire. Safety wire yeah. and we, snips. <laughs> and, snips. and what about uh, windshield wipers? Replacing those beforehand? Yeah, that's a good idea. Yes, or Although just rain next, sh- rain next the shit out of your windshield. Yeah, you got to yeah. plan ahead for that's that. That's the key because I mean, if you're like in the middle of nowhere, right? Like that's what I keep thinking. Like I was gonna say a cup, a, a quart of oil at bare minimum. Like you yeah. know your car better than anyone else, but like a lot of people forget that you're driving your car hard. You're out in the middle of nowhere, and all of a sudden you're down a quart. Like you know, so yeah. But you said fluids. That's key. But mm-hmm. Rainex works in that sense. Yeah, what Rainex about- is good, especially with these old cars that. Might not have the best wipers, and yeah, you know, but you might have even to go it, out. You have to do it ahead of time, right? Yes, like, yeah. you have to do all but dry. You can do it at, when you're going, but best to do it before. Yeah. Um, for the gas guzzlers, maybe a little gas in the trunk. Is that unsafe? I don't know. I've always thought that having a plastic fuel gu- jug in the trunk or something where there's static possible, I don't like that idea at all. I think it's and best it needs to be outside of the car. Especially an empty one too is like full of worse like fumes. fumes. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you have room in the engine compartment, you can just put it like on the header side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Works. Oh, to keep idea. it warm. Like a just bladder get one of those, or something. Just get like a Camelback. Camelback would gas be perfect. In there, yeah. So Rick, Rick from a Clutch Kick, he drove his little uh, Chevy Sprint shit box to our cars and coffee. That thing's cool. That thing has a six gallon gas tank. Wow. Whoa. So, even though it's not quite a gas guzzler... Six gallons? Dude, that's he was so talking tiny. about bringing a tank... Uh, that's you know, like motorcycle status. Yeah. That's city car status. He needs to put yeah. a tank on his roof. Yeah. Like and a Thule, like a big uh, one of those compartments? <laughs> yeah, a coffin yeah. full of gasoline. Um, we'll be updating you on weather, though, for yeah. sure. Maybe, maybe a change of time. underwear and socks. But you don't have to go crazy packing. We're not going to any fancy places. Maybe you aren't. Are you guys going fancy? Governor's ball. Lane's wearing a tuxedo day one. I'm rocking a boat time. <laughs> that would be rad, actually. Uh, Roche, day one, two, and three. Rocheman says, I need a new three-season tire for my Accord Sport. Should I get Pirelli P0 All-Season Plus for 800 or should I get Michelin Pilot Sports uh, AS3s or AS3 Pluses for 1,000-ish? I've driven on the Michelins and really like Liked it, but I've heard complaints of uneven wear on the Pirelli uh, from some I know and from reviews. What do you think? Save a bit or spend more and most likely be happy with my choice. Here's my answer. Buy an extra set of wheels with some winter tires and then get some nice summer tires for your wheels you have now. Well, isn't that kind of what he's saying? He's saying three season tires. That means he has another set of... He's already... Michelin Pilot Sport AS3. That's that's a compromised tire. Maybe he's got the... uh, They're all all seasons. 
Yeah, AS3s are nice. They're but, they're a good tire. But I mean, I don't know. For me, dude, I never cheap out on tires. This is kind of I'm a tire snob. So um, the one thing here though is I yeah, yeah, but he's not cheap. He's going between. That's between what I'm saying. You're, you're saying buy more wheels, but the price he, he he put it blatantly out there. Yeah, he, he doesn't want to spend money. So is he saying he has winter wheel winter I think tires, so. or he just doesn't drive this car in the winter, or it's possible he doesn't drive it in the winter. And um, you saying you're a tire snob, you'll pay extra for the uh, brand name, maybe? Not They're the both brand, brand, brand names, just like though. your floor mats, bro. The, the one that's consistently known to be a better tire. So, I mean, yep. in this case, though. The Michelins were cheaper than the than the Pirellis. Ooh, that's no, not what he said. The P0, Pirelli P0s are 800 bucks, and the, the Michelin Pilot Sport AS3s are 1000 Yeah, well, wasn't there some that were whatever? So it's like a $200 difference. Um, I mean... Mm. I'm, I'd like to. There's only one other factor here um, that I would I would consider is really longevity. Like I mean, I think the the even the wearness thing. You just gotta you just gotta rotate your tires. A lot of people don't do that, but um, you know, I'd rather pay more money up front for a car a tire that's gonna last me longer. Um, in this, especially in this case, since it's not a super like performance oriented tire, then then get a tire that's gonna wear out sooner and pay less money for it. If that makes sense. So that's one thing I think he needs to consider. That's my two cents. What do you guys think? I don't. I don't know which is the better tire, really. So, I don't know. I'm not in the all season perform. Like you are. I know you're all about all season performance Dude, tires. Are all about, that's all I do. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't really have an opinion on either of those. Yeah. I mean, Michelin. They're they're the two top names in tires, right. kind of. So. So I mean, if, if let's say that they're both equal and one's cheaper, like what would be a differentiating factor? That's what I'm saying. Longevity. Yeah. I think. Like if one is going to last longer. Sure, sure. Right? That could be the tiebreaker. That's one thing. And consider. then if that, if but what if the cheaper one lasts longer? Then then go with that one. I I am okay with that. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't I don't think we know enough about these tires to give a real. Yeah, opinion. I, I've had the AS threes before, yeah. and it's well, a good yeah. tire. But um, what I was going to say though is that yeah, definitely um, if. If you're, I mean, it's an all-season tire for three seasons. If the car, it's a Honda Accord. He's not gonna. He doesn't want peak performance, right? So, like, if the P zero is gonna last as long, at least as long, I would go with that. Like, because he's not racing the car, right? That's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. That's kind of like the one thing that would differentiate it for me. Yeah, I don't feel qualified to answer this particular question. Uh, if it were me, I would probably be choosing a much cheaper tire. Like more basic, I mean, yeah, get like a Lingling's. cheaper, so, yeah, like triangles, hopefully. One of our listeners, uh, Dave CL, has been sending Facebook ti- tires for Warren's car. Facebook he's been, tires? He's been sending them through Facebook. Oh. A bunch of tire choices. He's like, there's tons of, you know, <laughs> tire choices out there for Warren. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm all the stuff he's, these. a lot of the stuff he's sending are like triangles yeah. and linglings yeah, and Rikens and Rikens and, and shit. Yeah, Rikens. So, and they're all like, they're kind of like all, they're like high performance all seasons yeah. and stuff. Yeah, they're no, not, no. not Kumu Xs. Like, well, Kumu Xs are good tires. But they're but, all season, like, like yeah, yeah. tread wise. Well, I mean, yeah. The X, the line is, 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 is broad. Diverse, yeah. <laughs> it is broad, but yeah. the ones from my size aren't. Yeah. Right. Broad. That's like, the thing. I looked it up on tire act. There's yeah. like literally nothing. Yeah, it's like full race or Two. nothing. Yeah. 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 Full race or nothing. You're fucked. So, you need wheels, dude. Basically. What's Warren going to yeah. say for this tire choice? BFG or nothing? Yeah. BFG. Yeah. Uh, so I also thought about it for a while. TAs. And knowing that my car is lowered and stiff as it is, it benefits from a bigger sidewall. It benefits from meat. In other words, if I go to this, <laughs> is anyone going to laugh at that? <laughs> smaller, <laughs> stiffer tire, I'm going to compromise ride quality quite a bit as well. No, dude. 
Okay. Yes. I was actually asking you about his tire question. Oh, but... I don't give a shit about his tire question. <laughs> yeah. BFG radio. Don't CS. care at all. No one knows the right answer. Just get whatever you want. But your uh, your car is. I see like where you're going. Race. I mean, and I think this is a very subjective thing. And I think you want that balance, right? Yes. Like, so you don't want because I, I know you don't want to go full tilt. I don't want to compromise it. that shit. I, I want know to it. drive my car in comfort on rough roads in Santa Cruz. Squeaky brakes, stiff suspensions. No squeaky brakes. You have to be more specific. Off. You don't want to compromise comfort. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to go. Because you could go the other way. I don't want to compromise the performance. I don't want to the performance. Yeah, the from one. I don't want to go extreme to any angle. Mm. I want triangle. <laughs> so right now, just for the listeners, uh, if you look at that web shape, it's like a pentastar, yes. right? Like right now. I'm, um, in the, I'm a gray blob, yeah, blob in the middle. Exactly. I warned kind of like, it doesn't extend out to any of the points. Yeah. It's just kind He's of. He's Honda Accord. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. I'm Honda Accord. Right. Um, <laughs> Next question. Does anyone else want to read this one? Next yeah. one. Yeah. You tweet a boy fab works. You do a good job. We that. know Warren is a Porsche, isn't a Porsche fanatic. So while the rest of the. Of us are dreaming about 911s. What is his aspirational dream car? You guys are dreaming about 911s. <laughs> dream on. Um, so, you know, I wasn't joking around when I said I wanted Art's NSX. Um, and I can always change the brakes back. You've you know? always liked those. You've always, I've always liked those. Liked those. Um, Stock like brakes will be in a box for you. Anything early Euro, um, pre-merger AMG, uh, old Alpina, Hartka, uh, 6.9 Mercedes, like a lot of weird stuff, but yeah, I'm just not a big Porsche fan. What Good about answer. A, why did you not mention a Cordoba a Chrysler Cordoba? Oh, that's part of the weird. Yeah, yeah, like '61 Bel Air bubble top. <laughs> uh, you know, or how about that Eldorado Seville Gucci main? Yes, <laughs> a turtle, you you sent a Turtleback Seville. That was kind of rad. Gucci for five hundred bucks or whatever. <laughs> Drop it on Steely's. Like, Dude, <laughs> troubles I, I, are over. I was kind of back in that. Yeah, yeah. Emblems everywhere. I think Brian should have bought that for his thing. I love the turtleback call. I never knew you called oh, them that. That's the, what they're called. Um, package. Thick Nillip asks us, how many zip ties is too many zip ties? It's a good question. Ooh. Is there such a thing as too many? No. I, I figure there's like a few answers here. There's not too many. Like, you uh, can't, but you they can't... can get old. They can get brittle. Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't also, use a lot. But... I, for some reason, three popped to mind. Whoa, <laughs> that's never enough. If you're ever using more than three zip ties, you should probably have a different solution on But hand. you're obviously mm. using them because you no, don't have I that think, solution yeah. in hand. Wait, but is it, I'm thinking aesthetics think any... I'm thinking like the Miata guys who like zip tie their lip together. Too many know. zip ties. Too many zip ties. Yeah, but like, that's for aesthetics. That's what I that's what I understood. Or how so I, that's a personal opinion thing. I totally. think that, you know, it's a little played out. I think zip ties as needed, like to get you where you need to go. Like, let's say rally. Would you? Yeah, like three. You're on the rally. My freaking NSX lip. I hit a bump, scrape half of it off, and I need to zip tie it together to get me home. Let's put three, whatever amount of zip ties is required to get me back, yeah. and then I'll replace then you that. you figure shit. it out. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes yeah. you need multiple just to reach to an attachment exactly. block. Right. So you need to, like, link them. So yeah. I don't think... Yeah. I, I think you pack. need. I think you need at least like twenty. You go with the pack, and you wow. want different sizes. You want yeah. little guys. You want so massive ones. Here's oh, you're talking about like how many do you keep on hand? Yeah. yeah. Oh. oh, I thought you meant like how many do you use? Okay. Yeah, this question. <laughs> so here's a question for you guys, though. Just visually, though, like, are any zip ties from visual, like visually from the exterior or vis visual in the exterior of a car acceptable? Well, I mean. I'm as a long term, no. As a long term, no. Okay, never. I, that's another angle for. I mean, a race car. Motor. I guess if you had like a plastic bodywork thing that you needed to fix and you're cheap and can repair it properly, maybe that's okay. But yeah. street car, 
it's not acceptable. But even that, that's probably just to get you through a race or something. Sure. You'd want to... Yeah. Yeah, the drifters are really into that. They use them stylistically. Yeah. Yeah, they use them as, like, stitching for yeah, the, yeah, like different the broken lips and, and stuff. That's super cool. Super cool. Ryan Patrick Muldoon asks, do you guys have any experience with center-locking wheels? A lot of GT3 and turbo owners complain about their impracticality. Welcome your thoughts on them. So we, we just had a, sh- a car in the shop. Uh, it was a 997 Carrera GTS and center lock option. Um, total pain in the ass. First of all, Porsche charges it's four or five hours to mount and balance four wheels. What? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, crazy. Yeah. And it requires, first of all, a center lock. You need thing, a tool. Yeah. A tool. But it also requires uh, an $800 torque wrench that attaches to it and some other, like this, dildo looking thing you put on the hub to slide the center lock on easy yeah. easily without damaging the brakes or anything mm-hmm. especially if you have ceramics you know you don't want to clang into them um yeah they're a pain in the ass yeah so, a lot of guys replace them and just put two yeah, that's ridiculous i'm so anti like the reason why the only benefit is quick on and off right that's, that's only, only in a race pit exactly. where they have all of this stuff totally already set up for the streetcar that's where you add Freaking hours to so the then job. The guy, the expense, like, the guy has that. to bring the car in with this pl- this cardboard box that he ordered all these the tools from. So it's a cardboard box, like you know, size of a suitcase that he has to bring to the shop with him in the oh passenger seat. So he can't even take anyone with him because this torque wrench and everything is in, in the footwell. Yeah, it's having, having wheel locks times a hundred. Yeah, Isn't it like um, five hundred foot pounds or something. Crazy, I think right? it's higher than that. Higher than that. So yeah. Ruben, the, the only experience I have is second hand through Ruben. Um, so he swapped them out immediately for that reason because at the track, like it's a huge pain in the ass to be swapping wheels and stuff. Um, also, uh, they're known to break and to loosen on track, and, like during Gosh, track. There's and, a very... and there's only one failure, dude. Right. So <laughs> stupid, right? And so like, there, it's a GT3 RS. More than likely, people are going to be tracking that car, and that is a big fail point. Like they they are known to fail, so that's why Ruben replaced them immediately. Also, so like, good call. I haven't heard much about failure, but I've heard a you know. Yeah, that of, seems odd that there would a yeah. lot of customers that I have like will swap them out. Also, wheel choices are limited, very limited, That's because mean. for guys to go to the track, mm-hmm. they want to get and some track wheels, shit. and then it's more expensive, and it's kind of harder to find a wheel that. Yeah, they do look cool. You know, I'll give you that. They look cool. They're, They're kind of like intricate. it's just creating something new. Yeah, um, harkening back to old school. Kind of knockoffs and stuff, but cool in theory, right? Yeah. Um, what, what about that? I think the Cobra people, uh, you know, replicas, they mm. have the option of doing like center, you know, single wheel nuts yeah, with that. the knockoffs that and everything. So Dude, those were like, prone to fail. Yeah, that was like, those were like, they stopped doing that because they were so dangerous, yeah. basically. I like how there's no, like, torque spec. They just hit it with a mallet, like, just a few times. There it is. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> a, a wooden I, mallet. Yeah. I do kind of love that, though. Yeah, That's it's cool. Rad. I like it. Paul of the Lights asks, if you could travel anywhere in the U.S. to experience a local car scene, where would you go? That's a good question. Mm. I, I don't really know anywhere. I, I, I think SoCal's car scene is pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, Southern yeah, California. But, I mean, I feel like we are so close that we kind of get a sense for it. I don't know where else is. I mean, I'm thinking like uh, the Amelia Island. I'd like to do that mm. someday. Like kind of like the East mm. Coast Pebble Beach. Mm-hmm. See what that whole scene's like. I don't know. Yeah. Something different. Yeah, I'm thinking that's like different. a car show. I feel scene. like people are wearing, looking like Colonel Sanders and drinking sweet tea. I think it's just. <laughs> I think it's just like going down to you know Concourse de Elegance, basically. We don't know though, do we? We just don't yeah. know. 
Do you? Yeah, I, I have this idea of like the northeast, like New England, having like the sick like rally scene, like in the forest, mm. like that. I would like to be a part of. Yeah. Would you like to? I like, wonder. Yeah. Like, I wonder if they really do. I don't know. It just isn't Team O'Neill out there. They have a lot of rally cross events. Yeah, yeah like I just Vermont feel like that's like I would. Want a lot of just like people's field, like houses, and they have a rally cross event there. Yeah, get a freaking SDI in the field and go dick around out there. Yeah, but is it? Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to get an impression. Like, is it just Team O'Neill? They teach people how to race there, or is it really like a local community that goes and bombs fire roads all the time? I don't think they bomb fire. I I think there is a lot of those rally cross events, though. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, along those same lines, uh, I'm really stoked on the Instagram feeds of the Mountain Rue thing. Yeah, uh, that I keep seeing. Um, those guys are in Australia, though, aren't they? No, um, they're like they're LA, around. like oh really? You know, Southern were... California, basically. Well, they're, they're actually all over, but nice. that that's seen. It's just kind of unique, you know. It was so you I know, we you... follow the Instagram. I've mentioned it before, but everyone's lifting their Subarus and going off road. And I think you could be a Subaru guy. <sighs> you know. I think that's right up your alley. I think you no, it totally yeah, is. I think Dude, totally I'm, I'm, I'm a little, it's... I'm a little bummed on the uh, the motor though, for some reason. Yeah, they suck. Yeah, that reason. And they sound shitty. They sound awesome. I think I'm okay with that. Really? Yeah. But I just don't like. I mean, really, it's you that have turned me off. It's the head gasket thing. Like it's an inherently flawed design. In that way, even if they don't fail internally, they leak. I mean that that no matter what they're gonna leak. So at some point you have to go. Oh fuck! Sorry, it's all, and maybe maybe I, maybe that's unfair. Like there there is a thing here where you know you working at a shop you mm-hmm. only see the bad side. True. Like you see cars come in when yep. they're having trouble. Yeah. And so maybe you know you see more Subarus than other cars. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but. Well, no, I don't see you know, that. There, many, there's, a, there's a lot of people who are having, you know, a lot of fun with Subarus, and they're driving them every day. And yeah, like Art said, it's every 100,000 miles. Yeah, it's just like yeah. something. Every 10 years, you know, you got to do heads. And it's yeah. not that bad. I mean, especially if you're handy, and it's not the end of the world. I mean, like yeah. a long weekend, you could probably knock it out. But it's also kind of like the heads are sideways, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's a flat motor. So, so then it's like right next to the wheel well. So uh, it's like just working in there, maybe a little more. Someone right? sent me a picture. Oh, he's doing, I, I've, I've changed uh, spark plugs on it. You painted the I was going to say, ass. someone sent me a picture and it's a, a guy like dressed as a mechanic and his hands are like doll hands. It's like <laughs> Subaru spark plug technician reporting for duty. Dude, <laughs> like, yeah, the worst thing ever. I mean, I think I might have mentioned this early on is I had a WRX uh, bug eye and I sold it after doing the spark plugs because I was so pissed yeah. off of the car. I was like, fuck yeah. this. I threw it on Craigslist and sold it. It was a great car, but it took me two hours to change the spark plugs. And that yeah. was coming from a Miata, dude, where I could literally do it. Like, you know, you, they're right there. It takes like right. 30 seconds. It was the worst experience ever, God, dude. The Miata motor is like the ideal. Yeah, every 30 four cylinder with, our, you know, dude, you're right on top. rapid automotive repair. 30 second spark plugs. 30 second spark plugs. <laughs> One hour <laughs> coilovers. Got you. Two yeah. days later, spark plugs are done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're not. The car's on a lift and like the, the Half of the spark parts are on order. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're one off. That you know they gotta have the glow plugs. Uh, Paul of the Light says also thanks for singing my name on podcast last week. You're nope. very welcome. Who sang his name? Paul of the Lights. <laughs> Osaka Flaka says, do you ever think you could get rid of all your cars and have one car to do it all? I definitely couldn't. <laughs> I have three now and could think of a million uses and reasons to buy even more. Mm, well, I so. agree. Well said. Yep. It'd be hard to give up. Yeah, I don't know. I think you'd always want something else, no matter what. You end up with a Toyota Camry or Honda Accord, right? You end up with, no, a, you end up with like a dude. You'd never be able to 
that would never that wouldn't even mean like but i think you end up with want. something modern okay. and reliable and then you go god i really want something kind of classic brian takes me literal but the, yeah, I know. i'm yeah. saying i know you're saying i'm saying you you end up with with a Soulless. with a swiss a swiss army knife that isn't really great at anything like, but it has an, all the shit you get an e63 amg wagon oh and you go and turbo okay then you go god i really miss the clutch yeah i want to shift gears and this and thing feels really heavy on this tight heavy. road yeah. all that. and it's like all moving that. around all kinds yeah. and i'm high up yeah yeah it's a little- there you go. Uh, Motor Affair says Jason Connor uh, at Terminator Con recently rented an F80 M3 from Turo. This made me think, why doesn't Art run out his M5 and make some money on it? I would think enthusiasts in San Francisco would love a chance to burn up the clutch. I mean, no, no. Uh, drive an M car for three to $400 a day. Discuss. Also, what are your thoughts on letting others drive your car? He meant burn up the valves. Oh. Burn up the valves. It's only a $15,000 drive. It's not going to go. Dude, I kind of want to delve into this Turo realm and see what's up. You want to rent out or try it? I want to put my M5 out there and see what happens. You want to test test the waters? You're you're joking so bad right now. I want to test the waters. You don't need the money. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, the experience. I want to know how it works. I want to see. Do I get to vet? Let them do it. Do I get to vet the people? Like they get rent the car? No. Do I get to talk to them? No. Nothing. Communicate. Yeah, you communicate with them. I just rented one, and I'm trying to think of the process. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think I just was able to book it. I didn't have to talk to the dude at all. I mean, like, I didn't have to, you know, correspond with the guy at all. You didn't have to, but is there, like, a setting? Oh, how did like, you pick up the car? Well, we didn't pick it up yet, but I just reserved it. Uh, so, like, I'm able to book it on his schedule, pay for it, without, ha- like, without going through a process where he had to, like, qualify me, you gotcha. know, like, how this does guy it, can how drive does my insurance truck. work? Um, I think they provide some level of insurance. Turo does, so you pay like an extra fee for the insurance or something? No, it's like built in. Built in. What about, um, like, uh, failures? Like if the car breaks down? I didn't read the fine print. Oh, okay. Who's running a Toyota? But if you're running a yeah. M5 that's 30 years old, I feel yeah. different. You might have to refund the dude his money. He no, could break your car, and then you have to pay him. We need to find out. I'm going to find this. Blows out. the oh. engine and goes, dude, I didn't get my whole experience. Dude, what about blows rent? the engine, Turo you pays should, for a rebuild? You should uh, put <laughs> Misha's uh, X5 up right now while you right have now, it. <laughs> while I'm renting it out or while I'm borrowing it. Um, uh, I'm really curious. I need to look into this service a little bit further. I want to know more. I want to know the ins and outs. You, you are the you last. You go, girl. You are the last person that should be doing this. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> You're totally yeah, meticulous. Idea. Every yeah. little scratch and and water spot you cry well, I mean, over. They can't drive it in the rain. They can't park <laughs> it on the street. Uh, if they go into a parking garage, they have to park in the last spot, the furthest yeah. away from all the cars. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's be... what everyone does with rental cars. Yeah. Totally. There has to be at least three cars. There no cars within a three-car radius or whatever. <laughs> you're, you're just going to ride with them the whole time. Gonna, yeah, yeah, you rent my car, I'll roll with you. Yeah. I'll be like in the back seat. There's an NSX <laughs> following this car everywhere. <laughs> we can't get rid of this guy. Uh, shoe 32 says Japanese K trucks. So I, well, sorry, we didn't answer the second question though. Discuss also what are your thoughts on letting others drive your car? Oh, mm. so depends, depends who it is. I agree with that. Yeah. It's fine if I trust that. Oh, letting people drive your car. Yeah, sure. Depends how drunk I am. Friends. <laughs> depends how drunk they are. But have you ever let someone borrow your car? Like when you're. Little wasted or something, and they're like riding the clutch and stuff. Yeah, it's horrible. That's why you don't yeah. do it. Yeah, that's yeah, happening to both you guys. Yeah, they like the. I remember them not using the footrest, 
Oh, just, they're like, like on, resting uh, the foot on the clutch. Uh, but you can't really say anything. You're just like hammered. You can't say. Uh, Have you ever been drunk in the passenger seat and uh, been telling him to gun it and like? Yes. Go faster, pussy! Yeah, yeah. I've done that. That's so, probably the biggest danger. The biggest, actually, <laughs> you're all wild and yeah, hammered. totally. <laughs> you're holding my carousel, egging your, your own friend car. on. Yeah, yep. <laughs> I've had that exact experience. <laughs> uh, Shoe thirty two says Japanese K trucks and vans are heading to the states regularly now uh, that they meet the twenty five year import rule. Are these a cool city vehicle slash parts chaser or a really great way to die in a fiery wreck? Well, no, okay, there's, a, drive there's such a rad one on Bring a Trailer. It's a, I don't even know how to describe it. It's a, it's a Honda and you sit in front of the wheels. It's got a canvas top and a truck bed. Sounds like a great way to die. Oh, that's a Honda Vamos. Yeah, I think it is a Vamos. Yeah, I know this. It's 20,000 bucks. It's on. 20,000 bucks? Yeah. This is a classic though, right? It, is so cool. It's got round headlights. It's kind of like an off green. Um, I mean, pull up to any cars and coffee, whatever, and that's going to get way more attention so than the fucking super cool. McLaren P1. Yeah. How's that for just around town? That's so, so cool. cool. But, but for how much 20 grand, I mean, I could have grand. a really cool oh, I know, I know. car. But it's and obviously then I could, not. I could have a Toyota truck. That it's just... not for someone who is sitting on one classic car it's like right. oh you have a warehouse and that's cool yeah, too you know like it. 20 grand yeah. um that's what i mean what i've noticed that they use them like i mean because they are like utilitarian you know they're small and they're easy to like they're nimble they're all-wheel drive and they have as you said like just open beds and shit you just drop stuff yeah in. but my understanding is that they're not road legal in california right aren't they well, they're basically not. motorcycle engines I've, and uh like i don't 600 cc i've only seen them like at infinity like at the track and stuff yeah. but like they like on like premise or like at big industrial parks Yep. But I've never exactly. seen that like Thunder Hill well, already, for picking yeah. up trash. We've exactly. gone over this like a thousand times on the podcast, but a thousand so pre seventy five they would be legal in California. Right. Post seventy five they're not because we can't smog this stuff one like looked that. Pretty old, but I don't know if it was pre seventy five. Anyways, uh, we there was some for sale. I think Kevin Keat was looking at them. It was a four wheel drive manual. Uh, little box on wheels like a little yeah, wagon dude. but he his reason for not buying it is fiery death he was mm. saying he's like i can't put my kids in that i mean it, yeah. it's cool it's like forbidden forbidden fruit you yeah. know and everything it's cool and in you know it looks cool but dude, then you four when wheel you, drive manual but then when you think about larger? it when you think about getting parts oh no I know. it's a work truck like yeah. it just nothing makes sense no, it's i know like, it's utilitarian it's like just go buy a little nissan pickup truck or whatever and yeah. you're fine yeah. yeah but they're just For like sure. yeah they're like little novelty items or something exactly yeah, like subaru made some yeah the 360 um, really so the, cool. the the well 360 was a u.s car oh we got those here yeah the really tiny ones yeah so the uh that was the first super oh wait a minute no we're not thinking this i'm thinking of the little van yeah i'm thinking about the van i don't know so what yeah lick motorsports up in novato i don't know if you guys have heard of those guys they have yep. one in, as their shop truck oh, cool. <laughs> um, but um the first right hand drive car i ever drove was a honda vamos four by four van remember i mentioned it yeah. the, the ice road experience or whatever that i talked about in japan yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so that mini was mini ice road truckers mini ice road truckers. <laughs> Mini is the is the truck's mini or the road mini? And then you're uh, you're hauling mini frozen tofu. <laughs> mini yeah. frozen tofu. But yeah, it was uh, it was that dude. It was it was all wheel drive, 660 c turbo little fucking van. It's yeah. super cool. The manual. So rad. It's I fun, saw one but... of the ski at like Kirkwood or something, and it was a little. It had oh, the pickup bed. Yeah, that is. It, with like knobbies, like freaking uh, uh, twelve inch mud terrains. Just mobbing. And, yeah, like a, a crew cab with the pickup bed. <laughs> crew cab. Yeah. <laughs> Mini crew, the smallest yeah. crew. It, it's kind of like you could also just buy like a razor or something, <laughs> <A> razor. <laughs> or a Segway. 
<laughs> no, but a Razor it's a glorified is glorified segue. Yeah. Oh, not the Razor scooters. No. Wait, what are we talking about? What oh, you're it? talking about the Polaris. Yeah. yeah, like side by side. Yeah. 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 Ah. But that's like a, a sports car. This is like a... Dude, no, those are for off-road and stuff. Yeah, yeah, you can plate those, too. I mean, not sports yeah. car, but you know what I mean. It's not, not as cool, though. But I'm just... Like, how do you? How about those people that drive the golf carts around town? Yeah, they're in Arizona no, only. Here, there's like several work? people that old people have these. They must have the uh, straight up golf. Eleven ninety nine. They're those electric place. car ones, yeah. though, right? But those are no, those are street legal. I don't know. There's a few people around. I've town seen those ones that are just like no side yeah, door yeah. at all. Just, and yeah, they're electric. Yeah. Ooh. Those aren't. They're like a real. That's like. Oh, are you talking about a car. gem? Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's a gem. Gem. Yeah. Those are. Yeah. Those are. Or like the the think. No, things mm. are more car-like. Remember, what were You're those right. shit boxes we sold at Subaru that I sold? I think it was a Jam. Zap. No, Zaps. Zap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, three, Zap three wheels. Those, these K-cars. The worst. <laughs> no. There's also no, a okay, Corbin uh, three-wheel. Yeah, the Corbin was a three-wheel. Yeah, Zap's a three-wheeler. Yeah. Zap's a four. body too. pile of poop. All right. We took it from Subaru Santa Cruz to DJ's Mini Mart, which is, I don't know, for any of you. No, it's like six quarter mile. Yeah. Um... It made it halfway home. We had to push it. <laughs> yeah. What? Battery dead? Yeah. Zap. Always, <laughs> always on a fly says, cars you know are actually great, but the stigma attached to them is too strong for you to get past. We've been asked, asked this yep. before, but it's, it is a good question because there are certain cars where I, I should like them, but I really just can't. Like a Corvette? There's a, Does there's a lot of those. Yeah, I like Corvettes. answers. Like Corvette. Yeah. But um, I don't know. It's great in some aspects. Mustangs. Uh, like Mustang, yeah. like why sure. would why wouldn't we all These want super Mustangs. Mustang podcast? <laughs> I've been right? the I, Pony yeah. Show, dude. I've been kind of into like <laughs> shitting at old fastback. <laughs> I think, but that's a little different. That you know, is... a modern, dude. Yeah. It's, it's okay, okay to like an old fastback. It's yeah. okay to like an old fastback. Yeah, I think that's one of the, like my realization when I was trying to push Lane on getting an EcoBoost Sport package Mustang was thinking, why don't I like these? You know, they're it's a lot of car for. 24 yeah. grand or 23 grand, you know? But we never, it's almost completely off our radar. Really. That's totally and I I've mentioned stigma, it to, but... I've mentioned it to Christina before, and she's like, oh, you don't want to be a Mustang. It is kind of stigma. There you go. knew that. There you go. Actually, wow. like, I was talking to Jason Connor today on the phone, and he was, he was talking about that F80 M3, and he's like, that, the Hellcat, or a GT500. I'm like, well, GT500 is like totally off the list. Yeah. And then, uh, dude, but Hellcat, I couldn't get behind. Like, I could not see myself guy. driving that. Yeah. Like, that's a stigma car. You're like, you're yeah. like, I can't drive that. I totally take the M3. The GT350, though, does that change your idea? Yeah, I'd probably go GT350 over all those. I really yeah. want one. You really want one? Yeah, which is that's funny, right? Because it's exactly the same body style. They're so so the stigma thing expensive. is just, it's really what it is as a car. Like, but, yeah. it gets pretty deep, you know? Like, mm. and, Maybe that goes for all the supercars too that were kind of over. Yeah. A lot of it stigma. They're great performing cars, right? I mean, yeah. except for Lamborghinis, <laughs> they perform well. They sound good. I had a customer come in today. He had a he has a Lamborghini uh, Super Leggera, um, you know, a Gallardo. He has one hundred ten thousand four hundred miles on Damn, it. Nice. Good yeah, for him, which is like the second World high, highest miles. I think it's the second highest miles for a Gallardo in the country. But see, that highest for a Super Lugar. It should be that impressive because it's It's already the Volkswagen. It's badged. But he said it was funny. The way he goes about it, he's like, yeah, I just replaced. I just got my second clutch. Okay. Um, Which is not bad. Or no, he 
replace the second clutch. I don't know, whatever. Sure. But, yeah, you replace. He's on clutch number two. He's on clutch three or two, whatever. <laughs> okay. But which isn't bad at all. No. And he's like, yeah, I was making my. He was making making noises for like six thousand miles before that. We're like, oh, you didn't bring it in. He's all, no. He he's this guy. He just doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> he's like, yeah, and it was leaking like a quart of oil a week. What? Um, and we were thinking, oh man, there's like all these points, things that could be. So we just replaced this one with like silicon. There was like silicon, and that fixed it. So no more leaks. He's all tight as a virgin. He's all, he's this German guy. He's all, but it still burns tons of oil. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I definitely thought he was Mexican in the beginning. But <laughs> <laughs> he said the guy with a there was a guy with 135,000 miles on it, which is like the highest reported Gallardo or whatever. And uh, the engine went out, and he had replaced the Longbach was uh, 50k. Oh, dang. He did it? Yeah. The car's worth like 46. Yeah. Really likes that thing, huh? So, oh, dang. And it was, yeah, it was a 2004. It was like first year. Oh, my Six God. speed, though. Ah. Mm. But, but still. He just loved the car. Dude, I love yeah. this race for the highest mileage super I car, love it. Yeah. That's so cool. My dream is to have an F40 that I never wash, and it just is beat. Oh, so you get that patina after 20 Your years? Your Brad Sport F- F40. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, just totally dirty. Different colored splatter, wheels. Everything. No, no, no. Yep. Just totally I would stuck. love that. But yeah, there was a story of a guy who was uh, rallying an F50. I think it was an F50. I want you know, one of like Colorado Grand or some some big uh, rally, and uh, he was really proud of that. He would just rally the shit out of mud everywhere, you know, splatters and bugs, bugs and stuff. And they they washed his car for him, like the hotel or something. Took all the oh, he's so bummed. He was so pissed. Oh, wow. had paint chips and all this stuff, and he was like really proud of that. You know, yeah. I think it was a black F fifty. Oh, kind of nice. So, Brian, any stigma car for you? I'm curious. Yeah, the Subaru STI. Interesting. Yeah. Really? I could see that. That's oh, what boy I said. Racer kind That's of what I said last time. Yeah, because it just... checks so many boxes for you. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's backwards awesome. hat kind of thing. Vape. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a little too, you know, I love the wing on one hand, yeah. but then on the other hand, it's like, you're that guy. Really, I'm that, I'm like, that's a cool car if you're 26 hmm. or something. Yeah. But I feel point. like I'm a little too old for it. I kind of want one, dude. I want a white one. I kind of want one want, too. I want a white <laughs> Right now, eye. they're like, they're uh, pretty cool. Dude. I, like I, want, I want a blue one with those, uh, uh gold, the gold wheels. Yes, is world dude, they're like, blue. they're like, uh, you know, 16, you can get one. That's what I've been looking, dude. That is what, amazing. Like, would you want a Hawkeye or which generation? M5 replacement? What uh, is wrong with you? The yeah, middle Hawkeye. one? Dude, Hawkeye? I think Hawkeye. Hawkeye's the best looking. I like Wait, I'm not sure of the names, dude. I definitely don't want that Bug Eye. It's Bug Eye, Blob Eye, But they didn't make an STI and Bug Eye. Dude, I want Blob Eye I like Blob Eye. No question, Blob Eye. Oh, really? I like Hawkeye way better than Blob Eye. No, I'm Blob Blob Eyes, and the Blob Eyes get all, uh, the headlights get all foggy and Yeah, you gotta clean that every once in a while, but, um... The last version of the Hawkeye, which got rid of the wing. Yep. Oh, the limited. The limited. So good. That's the, the one. And I want. the gray or the white. Yes. So yes. Did you get the pearl white or the gray? Pearl. And it had leather. <laughs> is it a nice and pearl? And it had a sunroof, <laughs> which batteries, but whatever. Oh right. But is it did leather? Hawkeye sun, have leather have, sunroof? Uh, yeah. uh, Hawkeye have a sedan body style or yeah, just they're wagon? All, they're all sedan. Sedan. Mm-hmm. No, there, oh, there was a... Oh, no, the very last only, time where it was only the, wagons. Well, the only STI? the only yeah. STI that came in a wagon was after all those. 2010. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Or it was Which eye is that? Fuck, I can't Shitty remember. And it didn't one. only come in a wagon. It was a it was a sedan, and they offered a wagon later on. Right. It, oh, was okay. an, it was an I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's not a, yeah. it's a hatchback, but... Yeah. Uh, J.D. Okay. Jesse... 
says, Roar of an opened intake or growl of an unrestricted exhaust. I feel maybe in the minority not liking a loud exhaust. I prefer a quietish car until the go pedal is meeting the firewall. Probably was ruined by a few droning exhausts I have owned. Mm. Art. It depends on the, on the engine. Because sometimes you want, like for example, like a, like a BMW straight six, especially with ITBs, open on the front sounds epic. The back doesn't sound too hot. Like an S54 induction noise, amazing. Out the back, raspy, weird. So it depends on the car, right, and the motor. Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, overall, fuck, I don't know. I think I'm an exhaust guy. I like me a lot. It's tough to have to choose also. It seems like they should be uh, mutually exclusive. Yeah, I think uh, I probably, to live with, I probably like the intake. Yeah, makes sense. But for pure sound, I like like a nice exhaust. I'm going to say exhaust on this one. So like Honda B-Series, VTEC? Intake all the way. I know it's so good. That's super good. VTEC crossover. Same with the NSX. It already has that sick induction noise. Even with the stock. Intake. I think I'm. I think I'm intake. intake. I think I'm intake. I don't know. Two intakes. Two. Exhausts. But then if I hear a Ferrari like a 250 go by, it's oh yeah, it's insane. Yeah, depends. On but I've never car. driven one, so I don't know what the intake would be. Where are you guys at with mm-hmm. exhaust noise at this stage in your life? I'm cool with loud. I'm not super down. As yeah. long as it's not my main car. I don't want. I'm not a big compromiser, brand. That's right. I don't want to compromise my daily. Well, you, ha- you have to clarify. You're not a big compromiser of comfort. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe in, a, in our Sunday edition, when we meet in a few days, uh, I'll discuss the NSX scenario because I'm, gonna, I'm right in the middle of doing I that. Can't wait. I, li- I like all Sounds these. Like a good opportunity. I like all about. these new like cutout cutouts and stuff because you can kind of have your cool. cake and eat it too. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, What's but- good with cake if you don't eat it? Because you like to look at it, it's beautiful. Look at cake piping, <laughs> but I, fondant. I think overall, I would I like like a little bit of sound, but not too much. You know, yeah. like, mm-hmm. I don't like it. You want to be loud. that guy? You want to be a douche? Like Ruben's nine six four is crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he can't even drive it before eight o'clock because he will piss off the neighbors. Yeah. That's not a great feeling. That's a. I mean, he's got no. He's literally got no muffling whatsoever. Straight pipes all from the freaking head to the. Do tip. you guys get it too? Like with a car like that, if. It's if if you're not really going after it, it feels almost faster if it was quieter. Yeah, yeah, not because just that. it's almost like you're you're like trying hard. Like even if you're at four thousand RPM, you're like, oh my god, I'm really getting on it. It's like loud, but you're not really moving yeah. that fast. I think mm. there's another angle too is that there's a lot of times. Well, if it's a car you drive a lot, there's going to be a majority of your drive where you don't want to have to listen to it. Really, I mean, it's kind of annoying. Yeah, you got to turn up the Chris Christopherson. You don't want it like, yeah, (laughs) talking heads. (laughs) Fucking Steely Dan. Yeah. (laughs) Turbo Brad says, y'all know anyone hiring great automotive riders? Great automotive riders, yes. Hashtag hashtag looking for work. Hashtag will work for car keys. Um, Brad, we are hiring. The pay is not great. I'm going to be honest. But uh, DWA blog would love a Turbo Brad Mm -hmm. article. Brad is a... Taking it full time, I think. I I would love. I think he's a great, uh, has great angles. Yeah, on the scene. So I'm glad you guys I, agree. I hope he does well. But anyone listening who runs a multinational automotive journalism, Triple Zero Magazine. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Turbo Brad. Triple Zero. I do know another magazine, but it's in Japanese. Mm. That'll work. He speaks fluent. <laughs> yeah, his typewriter can, does it. You can Google that. Yeah, Kudu translates all thing. Yeah, Porsche hobbyist says most practical car color: beige, sage, gold, silver. 
I'm going to go with sage. S- slate. Yeah, whatever that, like, uh, t- tan color is. Slaty dude, greenish gray. Silver's amazing. Silver, like, I, I'm kind of a silver guy these days, because the NSX, dude, like, doesn't show any fucking dirt at all. Anymore. Yeah, but you know what? I mean, silver cars don't never look that great either. Wait, no, but in some, some cars same do. practical, though. Some That's... cars do. Some cars do. Like, oh, the NSX I wanted in that color. Yeah. They, they don't, silver? Like, they don't wash up. Like they don't have that transformation. I see it. what you're saying. That is true. That's the only thing about silver car. Like that you're is like, true. You no, don't have brown that. is the most practical car color. I think, right? Like Ooh. literally, the color of dirt. I mean, I, I'm just trying to think of how dirt shows on the different colors. You do see it on white. It's not as actually, bad as on black. I think actually white silver is a good in between. Black but is then the, the best is probably black's the worst. Yeah, but I think the white's best the best is probably. No, I think because dude, I think brown's better than white, white. White gets dirty, but it washes off, and you don't see all the swirls yep. and stuff. I don't know, dude. I see it, but it doesn't have know, that transformation either. That you're saying it has a huge transformation. I think it gets all dirty. I think silver stays cleaner it gets than white. Super dirty. If, yeah, if but you have, if you have a dirty silver car and yeah. and and something oh. brushes up against it and it cleans some of the dirt off, yeah. it's going to be hard to notice. If you do that yeah. with the white, I know it from no, experience. That's a good call. You yeah, see it. No, that's if you, true. If you have a if you have a brown car, you probably don't see any of that yeah, shit. Yeah, but brown will show depending on the shade. It'll show like scratches and stuff and dents. If it's the dark, so white it's doesn't show dents either. I'm, no, I'm thinking like a light, uh, like a metallic, like a non-metallic light brown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll show dents and stuff. White hides really? dense, and it cleans up really nice. Like, it's a huge transformation. Yeah, Silver basically always looks the same, mm-hmm. which is nice, and it hides dense pretty well. Mm-hmm. Although, uh, there's another aspect, too. If you get a ding, it's probably a little harder to match to a particular silver color, because there's it is. so much variation. It's very hard. There's always metallic in there. Yep. It's really hard, yeah. White would be a lot easier in that respect. Yeah. Is white the answer here? I think it's brown. Slate. I'm sticking with brown. Sage. 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 Rose. Slage. Rosewood metallic. (laughs) Max KR asks, can you learn heel toe on a regular car or does it have to be a performance car of some sort? Do you have any tips for learning? That's a great question. You can learn it on any, almost any car. Any car. So I, almost, I, I, uh, heel toe shift in my mighty max and my Volkswagen Vanagon. They're, I mean, they're performance cars. I I don't want to brag, but, uh, you can definitely do it, and I don't necessarily do it with my foot on the brake pedal. If I'm going slow enough, you can just tap the gas. That's not heel toe. As you downshift, it's yeah. rev matching. That's yeah. just rev matching, and that's a good way to start. I was just going to say that's a great oh, place okay. to learn. Is as you downshift, you just give the throttle a little blip before releasing the clutch. It's all completely. like it's all muscle memory, so just do it as much as possible, basically. Yeah. And once you get a good one, it'll feel. And there's awesome. you can do it on most cars. I drove a. Uh, I did drive uh, Rick's uh, Turbo Sprint last weekend. Holy shit. <laughs> and there's no way you can heel toe that thing. Because the pedal is Because the pedal, the brake pedal is like probably four inches lower than the gas pedal. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you have to be driving full tilt so that like you can actually, like, yeah. so you can dig into the brakes. Exactly. Um, Sounds like his brakes might be bad too. Yeah, bad you know like brake master cylinder or something. Uh, you can sometimes adjust that too. With the 993, I had to adjust the brake pedal because it was too high, so that yeah. made it difficult to break. Um, so I pushed, I lowered it. Uh, I can talk about my JDR, JDM art days and how I learned how to heel toe, and it was by watching best motoring videos. They're all over YouTube. Oh yeah. Um, we do the toge racing, and they have a camera on the pedals, so you can see what they're doing. I learned from Those watching. Those guys are 
like extreme heel towers, though. Dude, that's where Dude. I learned from watching Keichi Tsuchiya. <laughs> Jesus, there you go. Just... Hey, so throw that into Google and you'll find it. You'll find them. Yeah, so all, that, a sure. lot of best motoring videos are available on Amazon Prime now. Oh, you're, oh that's Amazon Prime member. For free? Rad. Yes. Dude, cool. that's I'm an Amazon Prime member. Um, I, I don't really heel toe, so I don't really learn that. But I can say that I practiced uh, left foot braking in my minivan, Good and that made God. a huge difference. It's in just an automatic minivan, but uh, getting the feel for the left brake, left foot on the brake pedal is, uh, that's an interesting little one to I'm, I have to ask, so how did you race Specky 30 for two seasons? Two seasons, right? You already asked him this question. I didn't say I didn't heel toe. I said I just like don't really choose to. Okay, don't really choose to. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 just, I just I repeat. He's the repeater. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I mean, I just get you know like I, I'm on the brakes, right? Uh, and then I downshift, and then I go. <laughs> you know what the opposite of heel toe is? Yeah. I mean, well, I don't I don't understand how that you know. But then it's doesn't not a big it disrupt deal. the rear end? Well, you're just not hauling ass. You say you don't heel toe regularly, but if you're hauling ass, you would heel toe. Like on the rally, did you heel toe in the 36 M3? I, I don't think I heel toe that. But much. doesn't it disrupt the rear end, like kick it out and stuff? Because you're know, you're sending all that, that power bad? to the rear wheels, and you're on, you know. Well, your engines yeah rubbing higher. You're not. Yeah, you're not. You're not smooth because. Well, you're, no. If you, if you're braking, you know, and your engine's also falling in revs, like. No, but you're you're gonna wait, change no? the. But then when you engage that next yeah, gear, you're gonna change gear, the it's revs. Gonna rev up high. It's gonna go up by like a thousand to fifteen hundred RPMs. It depends how fast you're going. I yeah. mean, it could be that I was. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not thinking about it. Too or maybe much. you're blipping, breaking, changing, and then blipping. I don't know. Yeah, I'd, have to, <laughs> I'd have to go look at the videos, I, think, I guess. I think Brian is double clutching like he should. Not oh, granny shifting. Oh, not yeah. granny shifting? Yeah. I feel like you had a camera at your feet. I did, yeah. I have. Let's I go have watch some. it. Let's go watch the yeah. film. I know. Let's go back to the tape. Yeah. Roll tape. Fonz the second says, is a Type R swap into a Honda Fit JDM art approved? Great show, guys. Uh, that would be really difficult, um, unless he's saying uh, like an EP3 Type R, which is the Civic that Rob has. Because that generation, the Japanese motor, um, it's a K20, A2, A3, I fucking forgot. I think it's an A2. Um, that would be super cool, totally approved. It's been done. There's a lot of support out there. Uh, look it up. Um, but for me, a Type R is an Integra. So if you can put a B series and make that legal, why that would wouldn't a B series work? Because it's a completely different, like, platform. Like, the K-Series motor bolts in, but uh, the B-Series is totally different. Like, so it's they're like, not just an inline-four? Yeah, they're an inline-four. Transverse? I'm sure someone Transverse. could do it, but it's not oh, yeah, easy. Yeah, it would be fabrication involved, different motor mounts. But also the key is that you're putting an o- older motor into a newer car. So yeah. I don't know how that works in terms Computers of... Computers and whatnot. Yeah, all that stuff. Hey, yeah. uh, side note. What about um, Honda Elements? What about, what about them? What about them? Yeah. K twenty four motor. Yep. You can get them all wheel drive. Mm-hmm. Like pretty rad little boxy styling. Yeah. A la Vanagon. Yeah. You can spray them out. I like. They them. also make a uh, pop yeah, top. Spray them out. Pop top conversion. Yep. Um, Ursa right. Minor makes it. And there's and some guys. Camper also yeah, does. Yeah. There's yeah. some guys that do full on convertible beds inside. So you you fold the seats down flat, and then the back turns into a mattress. And I, I think that even stock, without modifications, you can fold the seats flat and you can. sleep back there, too. Well, the rear seats fold up to the walls. Um, From the windows not, to the walls? Yeah. Oh, right. And, when then, you're not but, using and then the middle seat 
There's just oh, there's just two. There's just a, yeah, yeah. So I, I have a friend that has one. He loves them. Yeah, yeah. They seem super. The cool. only downside to those is they wear pretty. They age poorly. Do they? Yep. I was the looking at Burzo because it, they're uh, that have that um, suicide door, and it gets really janky. So that uh, falls apart. A lot of plastic on the outside, right. and they get poor miles per gallon. Yeah, they're only like 18, 18 to twenty two. Yeah. For, like that That's was a, kind one of the draws. It's like, oh, a little four cylinder, rad. Kind of a heavy block of a car with. A so I didn't know they had the they have the Accord motor essentially. K twenty four. K twenty four. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In TSX the, motor. Right. Well, well mine's, mine's a little more than that. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> yeah. mine's two hundred horsepower. Right. It's not the same. So though. mine's this like totally that, warmed yeah. over. You know. Right. Yeah, I'm curious. So, uh, what magnesium your... casing on the on the transmission or something? Oh shit! What's the mileage on your Vanagon? About that. About that? Yeah. 18 to 22. Kevin's Vanagon got like four miles per gallon. <laughs> we got one, one mile per gallon. <laughs> our, our Jeep Grand Cherokee gets 20, so yeah, it like wouldn't be a, an improvement. No, I know. That's that's where you look at that little element, and you're like, oh, four-cylinder Honda, super efficient, rad. Yeah. It's so unaerodynamic and uh, heavy. Hey, do you guys know the new Jetta has a 1.4 liter, the base model? No. Turbo? Oh, that's weird. Ugh. It gets 38 city. I mean highway. Wow. So is that what you're gonna go with? No, I just I just noticed it and I was like kind of blown away by that. Yeah. Little guy. That is, four is a weird number, three, huh? Three or four. Huh? Three or four cylinder. Four. Four, yeah. BMW's in the I guess the only one doing the three, so so did you guys know that I was wrong about the B seven Passats? Probably. Well sort of. So remember last time we the guy was B seven? I'm surprised you didn't text us after the show. I was considering it, but if, um so the it, it I had read Well he was wrong, so of course he didn't. So like he always texts I do. So yeah, two years corrects. ago two years ago on an old forum that I was a part of that I'm no longer a part of because I'm over the fucking bullshit. Yeah, you got okay. a detailed so, BMW Vortex, what? Yeah. So um they they were talking about the B eight Passat. And they showed it. It's now in production. Guess what? We don't get it. Yeah. So, so the B seven is the current. The B seven is the current Passat for yeah. the for North America, but in Europe they got a B eight Passat two years ago, and we don't get it. Yeah. Otherwise known as the bait Passat. Exactly. It's true. Yeah. Um, Clutch Kick Podcast says, "What's the best worst car you would not allow on the rally? For example, a Gallardo or something fast that's." That conventionally is liked, but is not DWA approved. I kind of like this question. Uh, well, we we let everything in. Yeah, well, we let SUVs. Let's not reveal and, that. I mean, well, no. we let our like one of our best friends in with with an SUV. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm just saying, uh, our standards are there, very we, low. we have like a friend wild card. Yeah, last year it was Jeff yeah. in the 550. Yeah, this, this year, year we let Nisha in the X5. The X5. Um, <laughs> but for example, we had someone that applied last year with the Honda CRZ. And we didn't allow it. Yeah. There was also a 335i that was black vinyl yeah, wrap. That's right. Matte black. That's, that's right. Cool. But he's asking the best. Yeah. Like the best car yeah, and the worst the opposite car. opposite of that. Yeah. And so, the worst car. So I would say the best car, I would say like we probably wouldn't let an Aventador in. No, we would definitely let an Aventador yeah, I, in. I wouldn't want one. Really? Dude, yeah. that would be I wouldn't want rad. like four of them. No, because the one, guy is going to be that one. guy, that kind of Maybe. person probably. What if he's not? Yeah, what if well, he's not? He probably is buying that car. 
Dude, I would be stoked on Inventador. I would not. But we would make him dress up like Batman. <laughs> I would, that would be him or her. so down for that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay, then what's a great car that you guys yeah, want? Yeah, what, what? I don't think we'd stop one from coming. Mm. That's kind of where, I, that's where I got. The answer is we have no no standards. We're what about saying? Uh, I got one. A cool car that we wouldn't let come. Not a yeah, I know. stupid car that we wouldn't. Yeah, I said eventually. Okay, go on. Well, I, I, when I was thinking of best, well, he said best worst car, like a Jeep Cherokee SRT8 would be a really good car for this type of stuff. I think, but we wouldn't let one in. That's, that's, a, good, that's a good call. Like you could do all the off shit. They handle pretty well. Uh, Cayenne Turbo. I mean, yeah, no, Cayenne Turbo. Good call. It's really it's just the boring stuff that we don't want to see. Panama Panamera Turbo. No, no. Yeah. no, we wouldn't. Unless it's like a really crazy color or something. No, we were still. No. What the fuck is that? We, we would <laughs> that would make it worse. <laughs> we would it's like purple. We would Lane, deny a Panamera Turbo. It's ruby red. Lane, I think we should let him in. Lane, it's a slick top Miami blue. Right? Yeah, exactly. It's a, <laughs> it's a really nice pearl white. <laughs> it's a really so nice all, pearl white with all the Bluetooth. I I hate you guys for the. What's pearl, a what's an off? Hate, what, how about a bad car that <laughs> I had a pearl let white in. car? I don't think there is a bad. Oh. We wouldn't like a PT Cruiser in, would we? Or would we out because it's so bad? Only if it's convertible. <laughs> I think Like someone had a turbo PT Cruiser and it was a joke? Yeah. I think we'd probably let them What in. if they didn't know it was a joke? That would be no, better. I don't think that's we could. Too bad. I wouldn't want to. I know. That's too... Because yeah. That's awful. We couldn't even well, look them in the eyes. We'd be bad people, yeah. We couldn't look them in the eyes. That, yeah. That, I'm thinking the way this question's asked, it's like, what's the highest performance car that you would deny? Mm. That's kind of how I looked at it, mm-hmm. too. And I, I was thinking that we really wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, really... As long as it's like one first gen Dodge Viper, dude, oh, we we'd love that to in. have a yeah, Dodge of course. Viper. Of course. Yes. But would we? <laughs> but it's not necessarily DWA. What about an automatic? Ooh, McLaren six. I don't know. Go for it. No, no, no. Just tell us. Here, Automatic convertible. They're all automatic. Six fifty. They're pussies. They don't allow you to shift yourself. Would we let? Would we let them in? Yeah, we would. Probably for show. <laughs> Speaking of show, a Ford Taurus SHO, fuck yeah. Oh, oh hell yeah. yeah. Especially that's first him. gen. Yeah, first yeah. gen is the best gen. Yeah. I can't think of anything, dude. I, mean, I don't know. Dude, that's a t-shirt right there. First gen is the best gen. Yeah, that's a hard one. Always sure. we're, pretty, we're pretty lenient here at DW. Ask us in five years and we'll have a good answer, I'm yeah. sure. Our fifth rally. Yeah. Um, then we'll have to be critical. I mean, if the, if the car has like a, a, a matte wrap on it, I think that basically counts it out. That's a good point. You know, if it has certain things, like if it has Lorenzer wheels, nope. we're, yep. we're over it. Yeah. If yeah. it's like, oh, I'm a, you know, I go in the gold rush and da da da, like they we're over us. it, you know? <laughs> or It's a Gucci edition. Hufton 184 says feasibility of an all wheel drive EcoBoost Mustang. Why? Oh, I, I think that's a. Really? Highly feasible. I don't think so. Why? Why would they make They're that? They're talking hybrid all, right all-wheel now. All-wheel drive Mustang? Who's going to buy this? They're Everyone talking about making a hybrid. But why all-wheel drive Mustang? Why every, wouldn't? Everyone why in the Midwest would buy it. Yeah, why every not? Every rental car agency would buy it. Yeah, rental car. Yeah, exactly. Oh, safety, huh? Can yeah. I uh, Can I just uh, relay something that I just learned recently? Yes, please. Related to the Mustang. So the Ford Probe was the Mustang replacement. Well, kind of. Supposed no, that was it. No, that was it what wasn't Ford because they still with. made. You're right, Bran. They tried to yeah, push that yeah. as that, that. That was Ford's replacement for it, and I mean, then because of the crowd, uh, it, yeah, like it just didn't. You know, know, the hate it didn't last very long. They never actually did it either. So yeah. it's kind of like the 928 was the 911 replacement. Yep, it's the same thing. It I, mean, was, yeah, I think you it, could make that statement. Yeah, yeah. like but that's it, what they were. But it really 
was never the replacement because God. they they never they never Blame said well, let me get a statement no well because it's not true because Dude, they I, never they I, never said okay we're gonna stop the mustang we're gonna make the probe they wanted to if the probe was if the probe was successful. a success they would yeah, have that's right. what but, saying. but i'm saying they they never really they did didn't get but, there, but that was the intention that right? was that was their concept <laughs> that like this yeah. this is what we think is yeah that was be, their intention this yeah. is where we think uh, the market tell me is some going. other news from 1980 fucking eight dude i just had no idea like that was that would have been such a big mistake and it's relevant here just because like oh okay switching to an all-wheel drive mustang like yeah. oh maybe like crossovers are the new thing like let's make the mustang the crossover like yeah. it wouldn't be unprecedented to make a weird move like that but i think an all-wheel drive mustang is not a weird broke. move at all and i think they're gonna do it i mean couldn't it really the I mean, because weird, they're already dude. making a hybrid there's they claim they're making a hybrid the hybrid will probably be all-wheel drive because it's going to push the you know, right. front wheels I know, the so. hybrid thing does make sense so I don't, I don't see why not. Mm. I mean, and, and like Warren said, you're selling to the Midwest, the East Coast, all that stuff. They want a, a four season car and, yeah. you know, a, something that's safe for rental car fleets and, and college, you know, kids in high school, all this stuff. Just, yeah. I don't know. Actually, now that you mentioned it, I wonder that for some reason I'm like, I strongly feel that the Mustang should be rear wheel drive, but, and that also all wheel drive should be like sedan or wagon related. Like, but I don't know why I have that. <laughs> I'm thinking about in like, my mind, yeah, the packaging, right? Like, I feel like a, like a, it's a sports coupe. Like it should, I just don't see it. Like, I feel like, but I mean, oh, yeah, nine elevens are all wheel drive. I know, I know. But Dude, every, everything is all totally, drive. totally. No, I mean, the, Audi R8s are all. all what well, you described though, like that, kind of or, did or it for Earth me though. Cones, like yeah. the fact that you know there is a big market there in the Midwest, and you know it makes sense for safety and for all weather. Uh, but other than that, I mean, because I, I, I was the reason that I, I was like so I, I didn't make it didn't make any sense to me initially is because I keep hearing about a new Charger that's going to be they're all-wheel making drive, one all-wheel drive, yeah. and that one to me I didn't get either. Like I was like, why, why are, why is anyone going to buy this? But I guess that's it, right? I and they are making it. I guess is there's that market for it. Huh? The real Gordon. Dumas asks, what do you guys think of Shelby Cobra kit cars? I can't decide if I hate them or love them. Cool. Uh, my no, friend, they're cool. Yeah, my friend bought a Factory 5 Cobra kit car. It's fiberglass with a Coyote uh, Mustang motor. Uh, pretty awesome. He got to build it himself. Uh, you get to choose the motor. You get to color, you know, p- pick the colors, the interior, all that stuff. It's pretty rad. I think the building angle is really cool. I mean, building your own car. Marty's and then Marty's Factory Five. Marty built so many miles on it. It has one hundred and fifty thousand miles, like second motor or something. Uh, he loves it. It sounds great. It does everything he wants it to. Yeah, I used to. I used to look down on him, but the you know, as the years go by, it's just like. It's such a basic formula, like, regardless of whatever it's trying to mimic, like, it's a little two-frame car, basically, with a super lightweight body and all ultra-reliable components that are, like, tried and true. Yeah, rear drive. Like, sure, I mean, I think they still have terrible ergonomics inside, which kind of sucks, but... Dude, the um, pedal offset is insane. Have you sat in one? I... I, a long time ago, I think. Dude, but. yeah, they're super crazy. Like you think, of, like think like Lam- like early Countach or something. Like the pedals are like yeah. way far to your right, and like you're you're like pointing this way. It's really weird. Um, yeah, I finally got a chance to shift one. Like because you know how the the shift lever is like shifter is like, like really right weird. at your, your yeah. yeah. It's really trippy. Like that first trippy <laughs> of the day. Um, but uh, <laughs> is it though? The only thing <laughs> is it art? Probably not. <laughs> Let's think about it. The only thing that I've uh, that I've heard about them, I haven't driven one yet, is that they're very flimsy. That they they 
They flex, flex a lot. Flex a lot. I'm not surprised. Uh, but I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. I don't care. It's I think you can also is. pay extra and get an, an aluminum body, which is pretty pretty awesome. And then just leave it exposed to like prove that you kind of have a fake I know, real yeah. one. Shelby was making those aluminum body ones. You know, yeah, there's a company in Poland that made really good ones. We got the realest fake cobra. Out so that's there. What, yeah, <laughs> so that's what we think about. There's that. also a company out of South Africa that makes. Uh, they make them with like independent rear suspension. Superformance. No, not super. Yeah, that's all stuff you that's can do. Awesome. I mean, I think that Factory Five offers that as well. It's like mm-hmm. the top kit. You know, you buy other badass. Hey, bro, shit. did you get the top kit? I kind of like that. It's in good Top nick. Kit. Good nick. Throttle by Cable asks, cars that should have been a bigger success than they were, and and where do you think they went wrong? Uh, oh. Where do you think they went wrong? Thank you. That's Ford Probe. They were trying to replace the Mustang. <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> Murano Cross Cab probably. Yeah. That's true. They were ahead of their time. No one was yeah. ready. Yep. No one was ready for a four-door yeah. convertible SUV. Yeah. Um, it's a good question. It is a good should question. have been a bigger success than they were. And where oh, do you how think about the? They went wrong? I know Chevy SS. Yeah, or Pontiac G8. And the or, styling is where they went wrong. Yeah, I think the totally. styling is where they went long, wrong, and they didn't really market them. Yeah, they didn't because I don't think they're a. I don't think they're a huge profit center. Those cars. I think the rear wheel drive platform, everything kind of costs a lot to make. Mm-hmm. They're not making a lot per unit, and they just don't. The marketing budget's not there. They're not pushing yeah. them. I also heard that most of them are automatic. It's very rare to find. Like, they didn't make very manual, so they're that very makes, rare to find. That makes so, sense. So um, that's a good call. Um, what about what, what about modern minivans? They do they're so well. super successful. Yeah. The most successful, that, like... Oh, wait. Really? Like, I yeah, thought the SUV. Popular. The SUVs are the well, thing. SUVs are the thing, but those minivans yeah. are so successful. So a lot. Right. Make well, a lot I of money. I'm them. just not up to speed on the current car sales. What numbers. were you going to say? That they, they got well, no, I just by the feel, SUV? I, you know me. I love the minivan. Oh, and I know. So left, it's left like, it does everything well, yet everybody goes to the SUVs. That's an image thing, for sure. Totally. Yeah, no one wants to be seeing it. Yeah, that's yeah. so weird. They're great party vans. Oh, and the whole the only problem is that they haven't marketed the uh, Super Trooper. That's true. Because that's then the image the... thing would be covered. But they do have the Swagger Wagon, so hmm. yeah. They do um, so the one that the only one that came to mind right away is actually finally in its prime now and is actually happening and is successful. Um, I my favorite uh, my favorite Fox Body Mustang is the um, the SVO. I really like the four cylinder, four cylinder turbo. They look cool. They the should offset, have, they should have been successful. They look sick. They had like, I mean, shouldn't they have been successful early turbo, though? though? Early turbo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, early turbo. That's back. that's. And happened. when you have that big old thumper V8 that's just right there and fits <laughs> yeah. so easily. But I mean, that yeah, just like they're but better weight distribution. They came with really sweet Recaros, like you know the the really cool suspension. They had just like Coney shocks from the factory, like yeah, all these things awesome. add up LSD. Yeah. You know, lighter weight. I mean, that should have been successful, but you know, everyone's like, no, as you said big thumper v8 and the really early turbo reliability and it's like ford turbo tech it, uh, well they didn't they kill it with the thunderbird though like the thunderbird was a really successful uh, race car really? the turbo oh, well i'm sure it's a good race car but that doesn't make for a good i've uh, never heard car. that by the way yeah, look it up. <laughs> the, the thunderbird killed it there's a ton that i don't know about racing in the <laughs> 80s but how about a yeah, car but, that should have been way more successful and they just died after this model came out and it's pure styling is the reason the last gen mr2 that's a good call. Like a four-cylinder, reliable, good fun idea. car. Yeah, good engine. The Miata kept going and was super successful because they had good styling. The yeah. MR2 is the worst. It was bad. They're down. so bad. 
if they had just kept if they had taken the Gen two MR two and like honed that design, that awesome sleek mini Wedge. Ferrari. Yeah. Yeah. And kept it going. Instead they went this like weird, quirky Japanese bullshit that you can't even Wait, I, I think I misheard you. Did you say honed or hewned? Because I think hewned is... He, is that, yeah, I meant hewned. Yeah. yeah. Um, if they hewn the shit out of that Mark II, MR II... That's where car companies went wrong. Wait, yeah. you meant Mark III, right? Well, I'm saying the Mark III is the problem, but if they had just yeah. kept yeah. that design language... Right, right, if, they right, right. if they would have done like the Germans, would, if they would have evolved... Yeah, or yeah. like the Miata right? did. Like yeah. They, yeah. they kind of yeah, kept yeah. that same shape. Miata's just, done good at that. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, they blew it. True. How about the Fort Taurus? We were talking about the first gen show. Yeah. And then, and that was like when it came out, it was like revolutionary, most aerodynamic car. Mm-hmm. You know, had a lot going for it. And then, and then they went to the oval design, that, oh, and it's like ruined atrocity. it, dude. That thing was so bad. Yeah, it's probably a Brian Nesbitt. And then, and remember the bubble it. rear window too. And <laughs> so then, they, and then they so tried bad. to fix their mistakes by making the rear window like rectangle. I don't even know. But they kept all the other stuff. Yeah. Wasn't that during the hypercolor years too, where Ford was probably. doing all that weird ass paint? SN ninety two. What about what about uh, the Insight? The Whatever. first gen? Or, no. What, what what's the GM one that who killed oh, the electric car? G EV one. Oh, the EV one. But that that was that's like fault. government. That was, yeah, but that was yeah. them. They were only that's they like weren't selling the cars. Like Bigfoot like, came out of the woods. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Loch Ness monster and. So you know nine eleven EV one. Conspiracy. Conspiracy theory. Oh, <laughs> did you I know was that? thinking Porsche 911. <laughs> super confusing. Uh, my femur hurts asks, what kind of whiskey should uh, Vandalay Industries bring on the rally? I have, I have the answer. scotch covered. We don't really drink and drive on the rally. That's going to be... <laughs> we don't specifically say that in the the waiver, but... Pit stops. Uh, no. We're no. also kind of old farts and don't drink that much. I mean, maybe I'm just speaking for myself. Maybe they want to see CEB come out. Uh, yeah. They do. <laughs> uh, well, just I'll tell you what. N- drinking with my femur hurts, and knowing what kind of whiskey he likes, he basically likes to dip like a piece of coal in his whiskey and then drink it. Like he likes like it that peaty. smoky, that peaty as fuck, <laughs> like almost fungal. So gross. Um, so um, <laughs> almost what <laughs> fungally? It's like it's fungicidal, fungicidal. <laughs> uh, so I don't know, man. Um, the Vandalay Industries bring Santori Hibiki seventeen. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Because I know that Vandalay likes the same whiskey that I do, which is nice, smooth, caramely, a little spicy. For relaxing times. Make it Centauri time. <laughs> For naked art in Vandalay's industries. <laughs> RTB.87 says PS2 versus PSS versus PS4. I think, well, PSS and PS4s are essentially the same. The PS4 is the PSS. Can you tell me what the fuck Wait, what is talking And the PSS is the PS2 replacement. Is Wait, what? PlayStation? The, yeah, so the, it used to be Pilot Sport 2, uh-huh. Pilot Super Sport, and then PS4. So I think you're thinking PSC2. He's well, not, he's not oh, talking about yeah, the, yeah. Cup tiers, yeah. Yeah, so the, this is linear. I have, well, I mean, Oh, well, the, the new the one's supposed to be the best, yeah. yeah. Why and it comes out in uh, th- two months? Yeah, I think it's, uh, yeah, I think a March. cool launch for that, aren't they? They did it, uh, well, there was, oh, yeah. I wonder if I could contact Michelin and get them to make some 14-inch Pilot Super Sports. That'd be awesome. Hey, uh, guys, guys. My friend Brian told me that I should just call you. Uh, what do you mean, Warren? They're listening. Ask them right now. Yeah. Leaf Wilson asks, easiest way to increase exhaust sound for my completely stock Porsche 996? Sharkworks? So, there's a thing Shark called works. the Fisker Mod. Oh, okay. Uh, and you could look it up on the internet. 
and uh, you can basically have any exhaust shop do it. It's basically just like bypassing, like welding, in a, welding in a crossover. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Like they do, like that one pipe between yeah. the yeah the bends. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. and it bypasses part of the muffler. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's so that's a good way to do it. You know, you can do that for like a hundred bucks, hundred fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. So that's the easiest, cheapest way. Fister mod, by the way, it's with Fister. That's yeah, right. I yep. remember now. F I S T E R. That's yep. right. Okay. And then, uh, <laughs> I got excited. I don't know. Besides that, all the options are very expensive. Like I had a, speed or I had a fab speed on mine. It's like a Fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars system. Jesus, we just put one on that GTS. Mm-hmm. Eh. How about you just pull the exhaust off? That is as cheap as it gets. <laughs> That's kind of hard to do sometimes. Um, Axel Jor, Christy Brinkley in National Lampoon's Vacation, or the Lamborghini Girls in Cannonball Run. I'm going Christy Brinkley. I'm going Brinkley all day long. Yeah, Brinkley. All I'm way. embarrassed to say I don't know the Lamborghini Girls in Cannonball Run. They're, They're not wearing very good like looking. a tracksuit things. Yeah, I mean like it's leotard or early eighties. Yeah, I'm gonna go. And they're late both. 80s, uh, so Christy Brinkley's amazing. Yeah. Yes, and that's how. How I mean, that's like everybody's dream. In the right? pool. That's a fantasy. The, yeah, I was yeah. thinking yeah. the fro- the 308 pulling up. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the the Lamborghini chicks, butterfaces. <laughs> there you go. But wasn't Christy was in the pool later on? Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is crazy. This is crazy. Yeah, yeah, this is crazy. Exactly. <laughs> All right. That's a, that's a podcast. Uh, Pancast. Pancast. Thanks for listening, everyone. I'm sure we'll. Oh, our Eurovan's cool. See you. What? So we had one more question. Dude, I think Eurovans kind of are cool. Nope, not at all. Not even a manual Dude, VR6? Nope. How do you say that? Kind of cool, but really hard manual. to work on, there hard to no, access the motor. There's no manual VR6. Are you there's sure? five-cylinder. That's okay. Oh, that's an automatic car anyways. That's fine. They're terrible in every way. What do you wow. want to know? Well, no, the packaging, they're not terrible. Yes. No. But compared to a van, a van again. No, right? the engine packaging is terrible, yeah. right? No, I'm talking about getting inside the apartment with everything. But I'm saying if you're comparing it to another comparable vehicle that is equal price like a Vanagon, it's worse in every way except for power. It does have more power. Well, what's worse about it? Uh, reliability, um, craftsmanship, just like cool factor. Right? Drivability, uh, drivability. Yeah, front wheel drive. yeah. But how? No. What do you think about yeah. as time goes on? What? Why drivability? What? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm more saying like uh, when you're driving it, the feel of driving a Vanagon. Dude, I think no, but, that's, you're, but you're, I'm saying it's a better driving car than a Vanagon. It's heavier feeling, but it's a better driving. It has better grip limits. It has faster acceleration, better braking. Yeah. It's a better driving car. I don't know if we braking. can. Warren is too close to this issue to really I give a so. fair opinion. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. You're a van I, owner. Yeah, but I also just worked on the nicest Eurovan in town last week. And? It had weird-ass issues for no reason that the Vanagon would never have. WAIs, huh? <laughs> yeah. Weird-ass issues. <laughs> All day, every day. I mean, they're they're cool, but there's a great article on... Uh, <laughs> they're, but they're great. <laughs> no, they're, they're, I love them, but... Yeah. I feel like I, could, I need to say they're cool so people think... Don't think that I'm comparing them to, like, a Ford Expedition, Jamil. But, uh, you know, they're adventure mobiles, sure. But there's an article on Go Westy that describes... Yeah. For people who don't I've know about them article. and aren't in tune with the whole market and stuff, What? why would you go with one over the other? And they basically say, like, it comes down to, like, Eurovans aren't cool. Yeah, so relative Period. to a van again... Yeah, there are arguments to be made that it's not cool. But, but, that, but relative to every other car on the road... It was a bad era for Volkswagen... They, That's true. They had shitty plastics. Like early they, 90s, dude, right? But they had confetti fabric. <laughs> they do. That's they cool. tweak that VR6 forward. And the VR6 is kind of a cool motor. It Except is. for if it head goes. 
Well, well yeah, but the memory motor. I know. Yeah. But they, that okay, happens. well, okay. So let's say hey, that it goes on. It goes on on K twenty fours as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When people drive them for Vanagon doesn't exist. Is the Eurovan a good car or cool car? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Good question. It's fine. Dude, I saw one driving around on a road trip. owns one, dude. Yep. It, was, if it doesn't uh, exist. You know, it makes you take a second second look. And I think in 10 years, the oh, also, your tune will change. VR6 came with an automatic transmission. It's the worst transmission. They all fail, and they're incredibly expensive. Like mm-hmm. $6,000 transmission. Just send it so, my way. So man. not a good used car. No, horrible used car. Yeah. And unless you get one that has the transmission figured out, maybe like an additional cooler, blah, blah, blah. Which I mean, is maybe the... the good thing about a vanagon even though you know maybe not the most reliable car and all this stuff but any jackass can kind of work on them a van- and yeah a, a, no, a vanagon works but you're right but didn't they make a manual diesel Eurovan? maybe, maybe overseas TDI. i don't know if we got this it one is probably overseas huh? i don't i haven't seen it all right that's a podcast later, later. All right, later. That's right. I learned from watching Keichi Tuchia. <laughs> Jesus, there you go. Hey, Just so throw that into Google and you'll find it. You'll find him. Yeah.